Hey, good morning. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Your Best Lifestyle podcast here on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Radio, Apple. We're super excited to be here again today on this Saturday morning. It's a beautiful morning outside. Oh, man, the sun is shining. Finally, we're here in the studio. We have the windows open. You know, the blinds pulled back, you know, getting some fresh air in here. We have scented candles, uh, aromatherapy going on. It's like, it's feeling really good, man. You know, today is a really good day. I'm happy to be alive. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm energetic, vibrant, and we're feeling good, man. You know, uh, life is good. You know, it could be worse. You know, I'm not complaining. I would never complain. It could be worse. But, you know, everything is moving the way it's supposed to be moving in God's timing, uh, we're patient, we're faithful, and uh, we really have a great time right now in life. And I'm so appreciative right now. So, you know, I don't know how you guys are feeling, but, man, you got to take time to just sit back and allow God, God to work in your life and have that spiritual awareness going on, man, that spiritual wellness going on. It's an important thing. We can't just do things at our own time and you know we just have to rely on him so i'm feeling really good right now you know um like i said i love this i love the sunshine and it gives me so much energy and so much peace and i'm just happy to feel alive you know i'm i'm looking out the studio windows right now and seeing you know squirrels running around and birds and you know all that great stuff you know i was like man it's a beautiful day to be alive you know so happy saturday man like once that's it this is our 10th episode of the Your Best Lifestyles podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, and soon to be on Pandora as well as uh, iHeartRadio. We're still waiting on a green light for that. And that's going to be a really um, important uh, time for us because we're reaching the masses with the podcast as far as health and wellness, fitness and nutrition, uh, spiritual wellness, you know, emotional wellness, financial wellness. You never know who we're going to have on the show. And thank you so much for everybody who has uh, followed us on on, on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, and all those different media radio platforms. Thank you so much for the shares, the feedback, um, everything, man. You're playing us in your car. You're playing us at the office. Playing us on on in the gym. You know, you're sharing everything. We hope with this podcast that we can really, really. Um, inspire and motivate everybody to take better care of themselves. It's so important right now. You know, we're losing a lot of people right now from chronic illnesses and our people suffering chronic conditions, Real a lot of pain. And so we want to make sure that, you know, they're not alone. We're going to get them some uh, great information from, from some great experts in the field to how to increase their daily living uh, how to increase the activities that they're living as well. So it's really important as for us to get the message out as much as we possibly can. Our version of it, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of podcasts out there, but, you know, from our practices, our experiences, this is what we are doing here. So, you know, with all that being said, you know, we're going to get straight into our sponsors because it could not be possible without the sponsorship. So I want to say thank you to the old Robinson PR and Media Group, excuse me, for sponsoring uh, the podcast. You know, a lot of work is going on behind the scenes and we're doing things uh, on a global platform right now. And we just got where we got picked up in uh, 
Australia and Singapore, um, the UK. You know, it just it's just amazing how they are working for the podcast and how things, the feedback coming from all over the world saying, hey, can you do this and can you do that for us? So it's an amazing thing. And then also we want to say thank you to the Defying Ones team magazine um, for sponsoring the podcast as well. You're doing amazing things around the globe, highlighting teenagers who are doing a lot of things in the communities around the globe, uh, especially not just the traditional things as athletes and uh, modeling and entertainment, but you know, we're talking about bullying, we're talking about um, sex trafficking, you know, we're talking about being an advocate for certain uh, platforms. So, a lot of issues go under the radar when it comes down to teens and young adults, and they really, they really touch home. So, we don't really have that, that platform out there. So, the Define One's Teen Magazine, in conjunction with uh, the Yo Best Lifestyles podcast, we want to highlight those type of issues that's really affecting teens right now emotionally and psychologically as well. And um, so we want to make sure that we, we touch on that. So anyway, thank you, everybody. Once again, we want to give a shout out to those sponsors and um, also uh, make sure that you guys are uh, logging on and sharing this, man. So it's a great deal right now. So we want to thank everybody for doing that. So I'm super excited today because I have a very special guest on the line. I met her uh, maybe a few years ago through a networking group and also through um, Mercedes Media Group as well. And, you know, since then, you know, my personal experience just meeting her, you know, she's very humble. She's very educated and very, you know, spiritual. And, you know, she forces you uh, to sit up sit up straight, you know, and, uh, talk and talk to, talk to talk, you know? So if you know her, I'll be, I'm, I'm going to introduce you guys in well, but this is my, um, experience where her, uh, we've met, uh, on numerous occasions, one away praise radio. We've done, uh, the real, uh, Georgia peaches of Atlanta through the city productions. And, you know, just a wonderful person and she has a great spirit. And finally, you know, I, I get an opportunity to interview her. Like she interviewed me a couple of times in the past. I was like, well, this would be a perfect time to interview her. And because God is doing such amazing work in our lives right now, spiritually, I was like, well, this would be a great segment to really help individuals who are who are going through certain things spiritually. So without further ado, I'm a, you know, I'm going to mention her name, then I'm going to read a little bit about her, and then we just going to, you know, get in right to it. So she goes by the name of Dr. Tangi. Everybody knows her by that, but her name is Latangia Coleman-Crossfield. It's a lecturer and undergraduate advisor at History of Clark Atlanta University. Um, she's also the president and CEO of Creative Christian Works, Incorporated, uh, KCW's team of professional mentors who utilize biblical principles to empower individuals, corporations, organizations to get the results that they desire. And then you can read more about her about on her website at drtangy.com. Okay, so without further ado, I want to introduce you guys once again. Welcome her to the podcast. Dr. Tangy, how are you doing, doctor? I'm doing great. I'm so elated about being a guest on your podcast. I've known you for some years now. You've done a fabulous job. 
for the things that you're engaged with, in particular, helping people live their best life by changing uh, their lifestyle, and that is making sure they exercise and eat healthy. So thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate that. That means a lot coming from you. You know, we we always wanted to connect on your platform, and I don't know what happened. Maybe the scheduling was wrong or whatever. But we gonna we gonna um, we gonna pick that up where I'm coming on your platform. And I've I've seen some of your recordings or uh, live videos on YouTube. You had some amazing guests on there. I was like, wow, she's doing some incredible things right now. So I, I'm I'm so appreciative to have you on. Thank you. All right. So, you know, since I'm a, I read your bio, I went on to uh, your website, and I was like, wow, this is, you know, God is really setting this up because I'm going through some things spiritually, too, and he's been telling me, sit and be patient, sit and be patient. You know, sometimes it's hard for us to sit and be patient. So I said, this would be, you know, I just posed some different questions from, the about you page and your website. I was like, this, this is a blessing right here because we need that spiritual wellness. We need that spiritual uplifting. So, you know, how do you, uh, how important is spiritual, spiritual wellness to you? It's very, very important because you have to understand that that we're not just made up of flesh, right? We Mm -hmm. have a thing. Our body fades out. It has an end in sight, but your spirit man is eternal. The thing that people debate when they realize that there's a spiritual part of you that is eternal is where is it that it will go? Where would it exist? But it's important that a spirit man is treated like a physical body because your physical body can be intact. And when I mean intact, it you could be happy, you could be healthy, but if you're spiritually, if you're not in sync spiritually, you find out that you will miss your purpose and that you will not have joy. You will have happiness because happiness is things happening that you want to happen, right? That right. joy, making sure that you're in tune with being who you were created to be. That's why you'll have some people, they have what we call everything in the world. They have the money, they have the fame, they have the connections. But at some point in time, some of these people say, you know, I had all of those things, but I kept feeling like I was missing something. I didn't know what it was. Something was missing. And when these people, usually these people realize that there is a spiritual part of them that they haven't connected to or that they're not living their purpose. When you're living your life, I believe that's when you're in line with purpose. What were you created to be? What were you created to do? Right? How do you discover that? What are your gifts and what are your talents? That helps you. What are your gifts? What are your talents? And what are your passions? Will help you connect with your purpose. And I believe that once you connect with purpose and you start living on purpose, that you're living your best life. Mm, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so describe of uh, describe your version or your take of making up a pearl. How can people become the gym? that they need to be well first of all like i said before what are your gifts gifts are usually things that come very naturally you know how some people pick up an instrument and they do so great and wonderful they can play by ear that's a gift mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. people have trained to do something that's usually a talent 
I think what happens with a lot of people is that we want to get into what's trending. We're not concerned about being trailblazers. Whatever's trending, let's buy into that because it's worked for, for this person or that person, and I want to get on that bandwagon. Well, you might end up having happiness, but will you be joyful and will you be living on purpose? And before you close your eyes, will you be okay with the choices that you made? So once you discover your gift, and there's a way to do that, uh, once you discover your talent, and once you discover your passion, and you have some people say, I'm passionate about being a teacher, but they don't make a lot of money. That is true in a lot of cases. But remember this, make sure that you understand that you need more than one stream of income. So you can tap into that passion and that purpose, and it may not necessarily generate the money that you want, but if you have multiple streams of income and you make sure that you understand what your gifts and talents are and what your passion is, then the money will come. You, the, the blueprint would actually download itself spiritually. You know why? Because you tapped into purpose. Mm. That, you said some intro. You said the blueprint would download itself spiritually. That's very profound. I never heard that before. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really great. So how do you use your criti critical thinking skills as a method to motivate your clients in your practice? Different. Well, all of our critical thinking skills are not on the same level. I believe that those critical thinking skills can be perfected. That's what I believe. With that, you need to study critical thinking skills. What are those things? Are What do they mean? How they can help me as it relates to my purpose, right? Um, we like to think that one model works for everybody. No, one model doesn't work for everybody. A model for a, um, for a radio show is different than a model, business model, for an ice cream shop, right? So in order to find out how to tap into those critical thinking skills, because it, it's so long, I don't, I, it really is a show in and of itself. I would just encourage people to find out about critical thinking skills because there's a lot involved in there. I can throw out a couple of things that's gonna to lead to other things and lead to other things and lead to other things. And then we're gonna have a show about critical thinking skills. <laughs> so uh, I strongly encourage people to do the research and I am a certified researcher. Mm -hmm. That's awesome because I know I, when, I, when I read, when I was on your website and you're talking about critical thinking, a lot of people suffer from it or they don't know how to use critical thinking to align with their purpose, you know. So I wanted to touch touch on that a little bit. So with such a busy career, how do you handle stress, and what techniques can you share with the listeners? Well, I'll tell you. In terms of handling stress, number one, I pray. Some people meditate. Sometimes people get up. They do yoga. It's various things that help you uh, alleviate stress, right? To help you alleviate stress. There are several things that I do. Number one, I pray. Number two, I make sure that I'm positive. I want to make sure that I'm listening to positive uh, broadcasts, positive music, music that's going to help me uh, be rejuvenated on a daily basis. For some people, that's jazz. 
For some people, that's Christian music. For some people, it may be something else. It may be a flute. I love listening to uh, to flute. I played the flute too for several years when I was in school. Hell first chair. It came to me very naturally. I enjoyed it. And so, being positive is important. Um, making sure that um, that I learn how to say no. Sometimes we allow people to pull us into building their empire, and before you know it, you're stressed out. Why are you stressed out? Because you're not living on purpose, because you're actually allowing someone else to grab you into what it is that they're doing, and you're not working on your own plan. It's okay to help. It's okay to volunteer. It's okay to be there for other people, but not at the extent of your purpose. That's powerful right there. You know, you 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 just might have opened up a whole can of worms, but we're gonna we're gonna leave the lid on that when you're talking about um, helping people, but not really building the empire. You got to learn how to say no. I think over time, you know, you start to learn who you are and say, hey, this is not a good fit for me. I'm not benefiting from this. I would love to help you. However, it's stressing me out too much. You're pulling too much of my time. I'm not feeling, you know, really comfortable with this. And I've been in situations before in the past where I've I've contributed to other people's platforms and all of a sudden I felt uh that I was being sucked in and they wanted so much from me and I was and I had to tell them I had to back away from it and I got pretty much labeled as oh he he you know he's not a really supporter. No, I you know, I have a strong belief that it has to benefit me as well. If it's not benefiting me and my purpose and what I'm doing, then I can't really um, continue on to help you build yours. But, you know, and you, that's an interesting point. So I'm glad you said that. And, you know, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And people need to realize that they need to say no. Don't be afraid to say no. You know, no can really save you a lot of stress. Okay. So thank you so much for saying that. So, uh, in your practice, do you have clients who suffer from emotional wellness? Um, what some of the major keys you can tell them to use to help? You know, when it comes to emotional wellness, I refer clients to other people. Mm. Um, I do that for a couple of reasons. Whenever you're in a profession, you have to understand what it is that you bring to the table that can be beneficial for clients. You have some people, they will not tell you that they're not an expertise in certain things. When it comes to emotional wellness, that's not Tangie's expertise. So I uh, refer those people to people who have uh, degrees in psychology, people who have degrees in um, 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 therapy, um, social work, I'll tell you why. Because people are dealing with emotional stress, I don't know what level that might be on. It could be, and this is not to be funny, it could be a bipolar disorder that they're dealing with. It could be something else beyond what we're seeing on the surface. Now, if that person returns to me and say, okay, I, I, I discovered that I'm stressed out that is not necessarily emotional on the level that I need to see somebody that you referred me to, then we will deal with something else. For example, whether or not they are managing their time wisely. 
because you could be emotionally stressed because you're not managing your time wisely. Again, being able to, being strong enough to say no, being consistent with saying no, being able to make sure you organize your time wisely. Do you have a physical and a um, electronic calendar? How are you managing that calendar? Is, is what on your calendar helping you reach your goals? Are you in pursuit of purpose on a way in a way that makes sense? Let's say, for example, you have a 30-day calendar. That's one of the things I ask my clients to do. I want to see your 30-day calendar. I also want to see uh, what it is your goals are. Because after we have, the first thing we're going to do is determine what the purpose is. And that's a whole strategy involved in that. It's not done overnight, right? It, it can be done within a um, two-week period, right? That depends on the client. Once the purpose is determined, then I need to see your 30 to 90-day calendar. I really would like to see a six-month calendar. The reason why I say to my clients, give me at least a 30-day calendar is because clients don't often follow through with a 90-day or six-day calendar, right? They're so really caught up with, oh, my gosh, I found out what my gifts are. I, found, I discovered what my talents are. I discovered what my purpose is. And so many people fall off the bandwagon at that point, like everything is going to fall out the sky. No, now that you've discovered purpose, you've got to manifest purpose. How do you manifest purpose? You make sure everything that you're doing is going to help you do that. If I see a 30-day calendar and that 30-day calendar is just you just going to work and you said you want to start a business and you haven't implemented anything in terms of getting that business started, let's say if you just say a name, let's say if you just say I want to do, go ahead and get my license together, then that tells me that, you know, hey, I'm really working towards making sure these goals are implemented and I'm working on my purpose. Now, outside of purpose, there's a legacy. Because a lot of times we talk about purpose, which is great. But beyond purpose, what would your legacy be? So that 30-day calendar, it's a whole lot involved in all of that. And I'll circle back to the legacy part in a minute. It's important for you, your, your weekly, if not daily routine, involves something that's going to help you manifest those goals that will help you manifest purpose and hopefully help you leave a legacy. And the legacy is this. What will people be saying about you when you're no longer with us? <laughs> it's, amazing. it's amazing that you just said that because most people are living for their resumes and they're not listen, are living for their eulogy. And I... When, when when the incident happened with Kobe and everybody else on the helicopter, that the world stopped. But everything that they were saying about Kobe, all the things that he did in his community, stuff like that, was like it's powerful. So when you look at people who pass away and stuff like that, and they read the eulogy, it's like wow, you know, people are doing some amazing things in their purpose, and that brought up you know a lot of um, insight internally and spiritually with me because I was like, what would they say about me if I should die today? You know, what what is my purpose? And I want to leave something. I want people to say, you know, hey, this guy was this and he was that, you know. And so every time when I interview somebody or I listen to a podcast. Or, you know, I even with yourself, Dr. Tanty, like I'm 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 inspired by the work that you're doing and the things that you're doing on a global stage. So it's like 
you know, that inspires me to become better, to do more. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's interesting that you said that because a lot of people want, like I just said, they're living for their resume and not their eulogy. So I thank you for saying that. That's, that's very profound. Okay, so what advice can you give somebody who may be paralyzed by fear? You know what I'm saying? How can they get unstuck? Does fear really challenge them or limit um, lim- uh, excuse me, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, um, limit them for growth in their purpose or in their business or brand? What can, what, the, what type of advice can you give them? It really depends on the person. Fear sometimes inspires some people, but I like to say for the majority of the people, it limits them mm-hmm. because they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of the unknown, right? So they'd rather stay in their comfort zone. Like, I'm familiar with it. Sometimes you're in situations where that's painful. That's non-productive. You stay there because you're like, well, I know at the end of the day, I'm going to make this $200 check. But why would I move out and risk losing this $200 check for possibly a $200,000 when I really don't know what's going to happen? What people have to understand that in your pursuit of purpose, in your pursuit of leaving a legacy, there's going to be what some people call failures, but really technically they're not failures. Know why? In many cases, they're not failures because for every encounter we have, we have an experience and experiences teach us what to do and what not to do. It teaches us what to say and what not to say. This journey called life is like a college. It's like a school. The so-called failures, the disappointments, are all about building character and about creating in us what we need to do and know what to do and know what to say so that we can become that person. I remember I had this dream because I was actually in prayer and I was like, God, I'm just so disappointed. I'm so frustrated. Things are not going the way that I expected them to. I, I went to school. I crossed my teeth. I dotted my eyes. I don't understand why these curveballs keep coming my way. This doesn't make sense. It should not be this way. And I had this dream. I was sitting on the dock of the bay. This is the truth. And my feet were swinging on this dock. And all I could see was an ocean. That's all I could see. And I saw this huge door out in the midst of the ocean. And I heard a voice say to me, it says, everything that you are experiencing, everything is preparing you for the door that's about to open before you. And guess what? The door started opening by itself. It started opening by itself. So we have to be prepared for the doors that's going to open before us. Because what happens is that if we get there and we're not prepared, we are shipwrecked. We do not enjoy it as much as we could because we're too, we can't handle it. That's why some people win millions of dollars and they shipwreck. You know why? Because they are not prepared to handle that. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. I, I feel, and I agree with you on that, I feel that opportunities come up and we're not, you know, we're not ready or we're not patient and then we just want to jump it and then we become shipwrecked. And uh, like you just said, and I realized like a lot of things that happen that even that's going on right now in my personal life, it's like, why is this happening? You know, and I try to find 
the blessings in it. I try to find the silver linings in it and then try to figure out how can I use it to promote it. But I'm at a point in my life right now where I don't jump ship and overthink it. I pray about it and I meditate. I'm not the praying, praying type. I do have a relationship uh, with God, but I meditate and I sit quietly and um, I'm, I'm listening to the word. And I'm listening to him to tell me certain things. And I was like, why is this happening? What's the reasons for it? Uh, how can I utilize that? Show me uh, with mental clarity and don't let distress or fear uh, consume me. So with you saying that, you know, that was just pretty much confirmation of how you just can be sitting, waiting patiently and not to become so shipwrecked uh, when things come your way and just wait. And that's, you know, you, you're saying a lot of great confirmations right now for me just by, you know, just talking. And I was like, wow, I needed to hear that. That's that's really good right there. So, you know, I, I agree with you. It's, it's amazing right now. You know, um, what are some of the key biblical principles that you, you utilize to empower uh, uh, personal clients or even professional clients? Well, the first thing that I do when I have a client, I ask the client, do you want us to, to incorporate prayer in this or no? Because if you don't, that's fine. If they say yes, then we will pray, right? Uh, outside of that, my main reason for prayer is adding for, asking for leadership and guidance from God so that we can be on point with what this client might need so that I can make sure that I play the role that I need to play in this person's life. Um, and to be honest with them in a loving way about where they are. Because when you commit yourself to coaching and mentoring or even counseling, you need to be okay with hearing information that may not be so pleasing and exciting. But the thing that I've learned is that it's how you deliver that. When you deliver things to people in love, even if it's something that they don't really, they're not, they're in the past, they're not, they weren't so great about hearing, right? Sometimes we've heard something before. You know how you've heard something before a million times and all of a sudden someone else says it? And you're like, gosh, I've heard that before, but for whatever reason, it really resonates at this time. Because as so many people say, when the student is ready, the teacher comes. And the teacher could be anyone. And so I want to make sure that I'm always sharing love. You know I'm about love, right? Love manifesto. <laughs> I, I, I naturally love people. And I've had so many of pe the people who come to me seeking advice or coaching and mentoring, they say, you made me feel so relaxed. You made me feel so comfortable. I felt like pouring myself out to you. I felt like being honest with you about this and I've heard some things that was just I was thinking oh god help me you know <laughs> I had to come home two other ways I de-stressed I had to come home and take a Dr. Teal's eucalyptics and para, uh, uh, peppermint Epsom salt bath right because it really does help you de-stress it helps you relax having lavender also have all of those things help you relax and de-stress because once you've heard people's concerns, maybe even problems, uh, that can be a little taxing. It really can be. 
because you're thinking, oh my gosh, because sometimes you want to say, leave, run for the borders. This is you're just, this is not good. But see, one thing about a coach and a mentor, we don't tell people what to do. We help people discover what to do. There's a difference. Psychologists and therapists, for the most part, are the ones that tell you what to do. But not coaches, not, not a person who coaches and a person who mentors. We actually pull out all of this information, send you through tests and say, okay, this is what the test says. What are your thoughts about that? Do you agree or do you disagree? Tell me why you agree or disagree. Let's say, for example, if you disagree, let's say you may disagree, but do you think it might be a good idea that you work on it? Do you see the pattern here? The psychologist or psychiatrist might say, no, honey, you got bipolar disorder, and this is the only solution for you. And having bipolar disorder is not that person's fault. It just means that they have a chemical imbalance in the brain that they were born with. And there is a way to deal with that, either chemicals or St. John's Worth. St. John's Worth, if you take that once or twice a day every day, it may take you about 90 days to start seeing some type of uh, difference in your life. You will see that you're better capable of managing your emotions. It does help you manage your emotions. It helps you deal with e emotional stress, but it's a natural way of doing it. It's a holistic way of doing it. And people have to understand everything, I believe, everything that we deal with in life, whether it's physical or spiritual, has a lot to do with how we eat and the people we surround ourselves with and whether or not we're feeding ourselves positivity. Yeah, awesome. Do you, do you, I'm sorry, go ahead. I hope I answered your question. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you definitely answered my question. So when you're talking about um, herbal supplement or holistic way, do you believe more in holistic way versus modern medicine now? Because you know, I know people who suffer from um, bipolar disorder and they on certain medications that have a lot of negative side effects that trigger other chronic illnesses as well. So are you a big fan of the holistic way versus um, the modern, modern medicine? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I, I would say one of the first things to do is colonic, right? Detox yourself physically. Think about the people that's in your circle. If you're on the phone with someone and every time you get off your spirit, you feel like, oh my gosh, I just went through, a, I just had a train wreck. That's not the person that you want to talk to. Definitely not on a regular basis. You want to limit your talk, your, your conversations with them. Sometimes you have to scale back on the people that you're associated with so that you can find out who is this that's dumping all of this toxicity in my life. Right? I believe in holistic care. Yes. Will I see a doctor? Yes. You may have to have surgery. Some things you may have to see a doctor for. There's a place for doctors. But I will say this. If you're on medication, you want to slowly come off of the medication. But you have to be committed to those herbal treatments because it's not like, let's say, for example, a person with a bipolar disorder. Sweetheart, if you have a bipolar disorder, you have a chemical imbalance in the brain, and to someone determine how to balance that, that, that chemistry in your brain or that chemical in your brain, then you're going to always suffer with bipolar disorder. Of course, now, there are miracles that happen, so God can take care of that too. But until he does, 
The thing, one thing you can do is detox through colonics, change your uh, diet. One of the main things to get rid of is sugar. Get rid of the sugar. Get rid of all anything that contains sugar because you want to detox, combat as a vegan, vegetarian, and in some cases being a pescatarian might work for you. It just depends on the person. Some people have to have red meat because of their DNA. Um, so I've heard. I'm not one of those people, so I don't know the ins and out of that. But come back, get on the St. John's Worth. Remember, just like every chemical, some chemicals work for one person and not another. That's the same thing in the holistic world. Some holistic um, routines or, or products may work for one person and may not for the other one. Biotin, for example, didn't work for me. Vitamin E does. I thought, oh, gosh, everybody kept talking about biotin. I found out it doesn't work for me. Vitamin E does. How do I know? I know because my nails grow long, strong, and beautiful. <laughs> That's an indication. If I stop taking vitamin E, guess what happens to my nails? They start crackling and breaking and thinning. So that's evidence that vitamin E works for me. And vitamin E also helps heal you from the inside out. But you want to make sure you get the best vitamin E. You want to make sure you do that. The gel, the 100% vitamin E may be a little more pricey. But it heals you. If you've had surgery, take the vitamin E. It helps you heal from the inside out. I hope I was helpful. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely, because I love the fact you're talking about the different herbal supplements and the holistic treatment. Um, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You made a great point when you said certain supplements may work for you, certain supplements may not work for you, and a lot of people don't understand that. Just to say... Um, if some if Mary had taken St. John's wort because somebody else told her to do it, but it may not work for her. So she had to find another way of exploring different herbal supplements. And some people, they fall off. They don't, they get discouraged. They're like, it's not working. It's not working. Then they run to the doctor to get a bullify, which would have a lot of negative uh, side effects with hallucinations and um, suicidal thoughts and all those different things. Um, I love the fact that you're sharing that, you know, you really need to find supplements that work for you. And also, I like to coach people to say, know uh, uh, how many uh, milligrams you need, uh, units that you need when it comes down to supplementation. What kind do you need, whether it's capsules, pills, liquids? Um, how often should you be taking it? One a day, two a day, three a day? You know, you want fast acting or you want slow acting? You know, it's just so many different things. And when it comes down to a lot of herbal supplementations, you know, you really need to go to a reputable source because there's tons. The supplementation of herbal uh, supplements is a multi-billion dollar industry, and it's not approved by the Food and Drug Administration. However, um, they have a, a 1.5 leeway how they can label certain products. And you can put a fit individual on the cover. You can put... Uh, Dr. Oz on it and whatever, and all of a sudden people flock to it and they spend a countless amount of money on herbal products that does not work. So um, it was great that you said that you need to figure out what works and what does not work and you start to see certain growths and uh, like in your nails and your hair, you know, and, and also you made a great point about detoxifying your body. And I think a lot of people fall short on that as well because they don't really detox their body they don't detox their blood or their vital organs and and a lot of things when you 
when you start to detox your vital organs and your blood and, you know, you see and feel a difference immediately. You just feel lighter. You have more cognitive awareness. You have more focus and drive, more energy, more stamina. And when people come around you, they can actually feel your vibration. So what you said earlier, when you said when clients come in, they feel more relaxed. They feel like they can share more with you. They just release the tension, release whatever they're going through. And that's great for you because, you know, it's like, wow, you know, um, they can feel your energy, you know. And so they say, I feel so comfortable. Even for me, when I'm in your presence, I feel your energy. I say, okay, she's more relaxed. You know, her, her chin is up. Her, you know, her shoulders are back. She has an air of confidence in her. So what that does for me, it lowers my defenses. You know, and I'm great on energies. I'm great on detecting energy. Like, I already know if I want to be around you within the first 15 seconds of being connected to you. So when I interview with you in person, it's like, okay, I'm really relaxed, you know. And um, so that's a really good thing. So that's a great, interesting point and topics that, you, um, that you're talking about. Thank you so much about that. So let's, um, let's talk more about um, your, va- your dream vacation retreat. Now, you do a lot of retreat. What would be the ideal dream uh, retreat for you for, uh, for Dr. Tanji? Well, I do what I call me time at this point. In terms of the retreats that I, I am working on that part of my business to have retreats where people come together. And let me go back to the me time and then the parts about the, re- the other retreats. The retreats, I, even if I just go down the road 10 miles and check into a hotel, it helps you escape from the monotony of everyday life. For whatever reason, it helps your mind shift. You're at this hotel, there's a pool outside, you can read, you can do whatever, you can relax. It helps you regenerate before you come back home. I mean, seriously, in the city of Atlanta, I have literally gone down the street and went into a hotel for a night, and it makes a difference. The goal here is to start having spiritual retreats where I have people come on so I can do group coaching sessions. And it's not just about having the coaching sessions. It's about you actually escaping the monotony of everyday life and for you to get the opportunity to meet other people of other cultures, right, other traditions, and so on. So you can explore the world. One thing that I've learned traveling, I've been to more than 13 countries, but 15 plus. When I have, what I have experienced with uh, going to these other countries is that I saw things differently about these people. And when I go to these countries, I don't just go to the tourist area. I want to go to what some people may call the least desirable areas. I want to know the people. I want to know what's going on. I want to know how your food tastes. Case in point, I was in Italy a few years ago, and I'd taken the train, and I said, oh, gosh, I'm so hungry. I'll get a slice of pizza. Now, this is during the time when, and it was a cheese pizza. I was hungry. I tried to stay away from, some, from dairy. I don't drink milk. But this particular time, I wanted to taste the cheese, I mean, the, uh, the pizza in Italy. It was a cheese pizza. And I said to myself, I said, wait a minute. Is this how pizza supposed to taste? I said, because this pizza tastes like any other pizza I've taste, tasted in my life, even from Italian restaurants. I said, wait a minute, got to be Italian-American, American pizza in America, because that pizza did not taste like the pizza I tasted at the train stop. It was so 
we refer to Rome as Rome, R-O-M-E, but they refer to Rome as Roma, R-O-M-A. They call it Roma. And I said, wow, we actually changed the spelling and the pronunciation of these people's countries because that's what we wanted to do. I learned a lot about the people there. It was rejuvenating. It was liberating. The thoughts that they had, even of Americans, right? And the different things that I saw that people who are Italian, who's just as dark as I am, not because they're black Italians, but because they're, they're black Italians. Am I making sense? <laughs> they're dark in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> In Hawaii, I ran into a group of people. I'm thinking, who are you? They said, we're native Hawaiians. I said, are you kidding me? I said, I've never seen you on any magazine cover. I didn't know you exist. They said, oh, we pretty much just stick together in our own community. But we're native, we're, we're, we are Hawaiian. I was like, I didn't know Hawaiians are dark-skinned people. I didn't know they have a group of dark-skinned people. You mean like biracial? That No. I thought, oh, wow, that's fascinating, right? So I asked questions. Hopefully the people that would travel with me on these spiritual retreats will be able to tap into their spirit man, be able to understand when God is speaking to them. So God speaks to all of us, every last one of us, through dreams, through visions, through inclinations, through conversations. People can be talking to you, and all of a sudden you have what I call a light bulb moment, right? All of a sudden things start to make sense that didn't make sense before. Or you may have certain pieces like you do with the puzzle. You have all the pieces, but if you didn't see the picture in advance, you may not understand what it really is trying to convey to you until you start connecting the dots. You start connecting the pieces of the puzzle together. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this is the house. Okay, this is a house, but what color is this house? Why did the painter decide to paint it that color? What's the story that this person was trying to convey? Because when people paint something, they are conveying a story to you, a thought, an idea. What is this about? What are my experiences conveying to me? Why did I have to go that route? Because I said that to God before. I was like, Lord, you know, I really could have got here much quicker and much easier, right? We didn't have to go the long route. We didn't have to go the hard route. This is what my mind is thinking. But God knew and knows always what he's doing. He knows the best route to take us. It may not be enjoyable. I may not like it. I may not agree with it. But at some point in time, we understand what hopefully we understand what it means. So on these spiritual retreats, give us an opportunity to have me time. Give us an opportunity to coach. Give us an opportunity to explore other cultures and traditions and so on. To understand our differences, but to to make sure that we also connect, make sure we understand that we all have some kind of similarity. There are things that are universal. Laughter is universal. Birth is universal. Love is universal. Although some people say they don't care about being loved, we all want to be loved. We do. We want somebody to love us, and we want somebody to respect to be to receive that love that we have to give and to appreciate it. Amen. All right, all right, y'all hear it here, Doctor Latangia Crossfield. Doctor Tangi, y'all make sure that you visit her at www.doctortangi.com. 
So you're listening to the Your Best Lifestyle podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and soon to be on Pandora, iHeartRadio as well. Um, Dr. Tangi, thank you so much. And tell everybody where they can find you at. They can certainly go to my website, drtangi.com. On that website is everything that you need to know about me. And believe me, I didn't know what to ask Dr. Tangent until I went on her website, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a lot of great information that she has there in her in her practice and her coaching style. As you just heard, like she have a lot of great information that can really help increase your quality of life. So if you suffer from anything, you know what I'm saying? She's a great spiritual advisor. I've learned a lot so much about Dr. Tanji and what she does and how she's doing it. You know, I, when you talk, I just sit and be quiet and try to interrupt you because you feed me right now with a lot of knowledge and a lot of insight more of who you are and what you're doing and what God is doing in your life to encourage others. And, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on in and share your knowledge and your wisdom about life, your experiences, you know, your coaching style, how you really helping people just to become unstuck in life, you know, and you, you drop a lot of great information. So I really appreciate you. I know you're super busy and you're juggling a lot of things. And uh, I'm looking forward to connecting with you soon on the Love Manifesto show. That's every Tuesday, right? At 7 yep. 8 on on world star hit radio so you think i ain't following you i'm following you and also go to go find her book forever 17 make sure you go and purchase that tell everybody where they can find that at before we can that to close us out ashley i'm in the process of relaunching the book because the company that that published the book went out they went bankrupt mm -hmm. so the book has to be relaunched but if you go to my um website i still have some books that's available for purchase Awesome. So she has a lot of different things going on. So y'all follow her. Make sure that you, if you need some type of advice, um, spiritual intervention, uh, guidance, drtangy.com. I'm telling you, one-stop shop. I've learned so much. Thank you so much for blessing the podcast. And then, you know, it's going to be out within an hour. Thank you so much, Dr. Tangy. I really appreciate you. And enjoy the rest of your Saturday. It's a beautiful day out, and I'll uh, be in contact with you soon. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.